Hey everybody, welcome to Licked and Loaded. I'm Laura Desiree and joining us today to tell us all about her story, her journey launching into this incredible cam career she's made for herself is the incredible Vigine. Today's guest, oh my gosh, are you in store for some fun today? The fabulous Vigine, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing, Laura? I'm amazing. You know, it, it's it's funny how with some people you meet in this life, it's so true that saying that you feel like you've known them for years and years and years. And I don't know, I feel like I've hung out with you. I've grown up with mm. you. Like, what is that? Why do I feel that connection? I don't know. I honestly... That's so lovely for you to say. And I actually feel the same way. It's always been so easy to talk to you and just like, you know, go to you for advice or whatever it is. And like, you're so open and just wonderful. So thank you. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like we would actually have the best time ever once we get together and do this in person, it's going yeah. to happen. Yeah. We're going to make this happen. So Vigine, for all of the listeners, all the viewers that are meeting you for the very first time, you're an incredible cam performer on the platform known as cam four. Uh, <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to hear in your own words, uh, how you describe your broadcast style, what kind of things people are going to see in your shows. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this a bit, obviously leading up to this, but, um, I I feel like my broadcasting style has evolved over time. Obviously, I mean, you would naturally think that would happen, but you know, when I first started out, I was like, okay, I gotta be, I'm gonna like do all the things that Vanna's telling me to do. And for those who don't know, Vanna Faye is an amazing, also a camp performer and coach for Cam4. Um, but I would, every single show I would have some like over the top idea and I would like plan it all out, like, you know, a week in advance and that, you know, and as I got more comfortable, it was kind of like, okay, I feel like I've kind of got this, I've got the groove. I know how it's supposed to feel. Like I really am finding that I'm just going to, my style is just to kind of be myself. Like I'm not yeah. trying to be a character. I'm not trying to be you know, something else. So, um, now I, you know, I incorporate, you know, my ideas that come up that I come up in my brain, but mostly I just like get on cam. I like yesterday, for example, I was like, let's just spend the day with me. And I literally was on cam for most of the day. I was like, let's eat breakfast. Let's take a shower. Mm -hmm. Let's do my workout. And people just want to hang out and like chat and see what my day is like. And it was super chill, super fun. And yeah. And you know, like things lead to places like ending up with like fruit in my pussy or, um, <laughs> you know, lathering myself in oil or something, you know, it's like, who knows where it's going to go, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, I I've seen some of the immense creativity that you have as a broadcaster because of obviously the cam Four happy hour show. I mean, mm -hmm. one of the most iconic moments in that entire experience was just you slathering peanut butter all over yourself. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was really fun. Yeah, yeah you're not afraid to make wish- a mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of wish that I could have licked it off myself somehow. But um, yeah, I, I don't mind making a mess. Like one of my fave shows that I've done is I get like a big um, plastic sheet like that painters use, put it on my floor and I just get body paint and just like have people they get to like draw whatever they want on my body you know if they obviously tip of course um or like put their name on my body or whatever they want to do and by the end I'm just like covered in paint and like rolling around and like it's great (laughs) oh yeah now I I I love that you just you give yourself to the art of it you know you're not Uh afraid to go there uh let's talk about your journey into this business I mean why camming and more specifically why cam for what led you here yeah um, by the way, my dog is making an appearance. Is that a that's, problem? That's fine on our podcast. That okay. is so fine on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So gosh, I started camming during the pandemic. So I kind of hopped on that bandwagon with a lot of people like hitting only fans and whatever. Um, but it was something that I'd thought about for actually many years before that. It was just I was working full time in the nonprofit world and doing anything extra was just not energy wise was just not going to happen. Um, so then last year with the pandemic, obviously my job went down to half time. So I had a, I had time to explore my interests and B, mm. I needed a little extra money. So, um, so, and I was kind of, I'd been kind of thinking about it. And then I was telling one of my friends um, about all these like sexy Skype calls that I was having with this person that I was seeing at like at the beginning of the pandemic. And they were like, A, I need advice from you. And B, um, <laughs> it sounds like you'd be an amazing cam girl. And so that kind of just like gave me the push I needed to explore. So I started researching different sites um there's so many to choose from I know there's so many yeah um it was kind of overwhelming but that's kind of partly why I chose cam4 is because cam4 makes it like so easy for you to start and what really got me was the coaching program um Mm. it was super unique and I felt like as a new performer, I would get the guidance that I needed to be actually good at it. And I totally was one of those people when I first came on that was like, yeah, you just like go in front of your camera and you get naked and like whatever. And it is that, but it's also, you know, you have to, there's the business side of it when you're Mm -hmm. not on camera of like being consistent on social media, reaching out to your viewers and making sure that you know, they know that you're thinking about them. And it's like all those other pieces that I definitely needed help with. And the coaching program and Vanna and Kinky were like super, are super awesome. And um, really kind of pushed me towards camp four for sure. So, I mean, I've, I personally have never taken the coaching program. I cam on another, I cam on another platform. Um, it's under the umbrella of cam four though. So it, it's all within the family, but for someone who is brand new to this, 
what happens when you join the coaching program? Like, are you waiting to complete the program before you start <laughs> your broadcasts? Are you learning about what that first broadcast is going to look like? Like what goes on as far as like preparing for that first time that you hit live? Yeah. Um, it's definitely not that official, uh, but, <laughs> um, I think you, like you could be camming for a year and like enter the camming program or the coaching program. Um, yeah. it's for people who are either new or like want to get better at what they're doing. Um, and so how I started was I just, you know, reached out to the email that's on the website. Um, Vanna connected with me and was like, let's do a Skype call and talk about what you're doing. And at that time I hadn't broadcasted yet. Cause I was just like, I don't know. I just was, had some hangups about it. Um, so after, at the end of our call, we talked about all, you know, I don't even remember what we talked about. We just typical, like general tips and strategies and ideas and whatever. She was like, so you haven't broadcasted yet? And I was like, no, I think I was just putting too much pressure on it. And she was mm. like, what the fuck? Just fucking broad broadcast, like just go on. Like it's, you just have to start. Um, and after that, it was great. And there's a, the bonus program. I don't know if they changed the name of it now, but it's like a weekly, there's weekly milestones you have to hit. Um, so hmm. you have to broadcast to hit them. It's like make X amount of money or get X amount of viewers or cam X amount of hours. Um, so yeah, it's like a good way to just kind of get in the groove and figure out what times are good for you and kind of what your style is and all that. So what did you, what did you do on that first show? Do you oh my remember gosh, my first show? I actually remember I like, didn't really do anything. Like I literally just like sat, like I laid in my bed and I was just like, Hey guys, like I'm new and people fucking love that. Um, they want the new girl. They want the fresh meat. Um, I remember like making a decent amount of money and the first time and like coming for the first time on camera on cam and like that was like a big thing I get yeah it was like people were like oh my god your first orgasm like I was here for it uh so yeah it was just it was super chill like I didn't even have a plan I was just like I'm just gonna turn it on <laughs> yeah but you you did mention earlier that when Vanna asked you why you hadn't done it yet. And you said you had a couple hangups. I mean, I don't want to yeah. go into that dark headspace, but sure. people probably share those hangups and those feelings and those fears. So like, yeah. what were the hangups? Honestly, the main one for me, like it wasn't even what you think it would be. It wasn't like, I'm afraid of my face showing up on someone's inner, like computer screen that I know. Like I was like, whatever like if they're looking at that like I'm never gonna know because they're not gonna fucking tell me mm -hmm. um but it was actually more um like existential than that <laughs> oh 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 please please enlighten us I love it yeah um so I have been like super feminist you know you know women's studies like blah blah the whole nine you know I worked my nonprofit career was mostly in like sexual violence prevention and domestic violence aftercare and things like that. Aftercare, LOL. I just, that's mm. not what they call it. Um, yeah. 
but uh so for me it was like I was in this space between being totally for bodily autonomy like you know sexual liberation taking control of your sexuality and doing what you want with it and also um the kind of commodification and objectification of women's bodies in Mm. society and like how the patriarchy just kind of um capitalizes on that and exploits it in its own way so I was kind of in this like in between space of like okay where where do I fall in this and like how am I contributing to this this um the negative side of things where like but I also feel like really excited about this and like this is really awesome and um I still kind of feel that way sometimes but I also obviously I've landed on the side of like it's my body it's for me it's not only just about the business it's about having a creative outlet to explore my sexuality and um to connect with people especially in a time where during the pandemic that wasn't really happening a lot so um I've definitely and having been doing online sex work it's definitely changed my perspective a bit also on what sex work even is and what it can look like and the I guess like the beauty it can bring to people's lives um I have a friend who uh is an escort and she was like yeah therapy doesn't save marriages whores save marriages and I was like oh shit yeah like we we can provide for people like an outlet to talk about their shit or you know Mm. I've had so many conversations with viewers who are like you know on the side they're like yeah I can't talk to my girlfriend about like this fetish I have and I'm just like well like you know I just feel like we can validate people and kind of give them a little extra like courage to maybe talk about it in their real lives and maybe that's taking like obviously that's not everybody and that's no, but I, another level, but yeah, but I, I like what you're saying there though, because, you know, sexuality is a gateway to deeper access of an individual. And what I mean by that is if you're not in a sexual space, like if we're not having sex or talking about sex or looking for it online, we're not as likely just as human beings to go into our feelings, mm-hmm. to talk about our feelings. But when you're in the headspace and the arena of sexuality, so like when a viewer, let's say, is looking to attain some arousing content, they're going into their private space. They're going into that vulnerable space. And so mm-hmm. there is this unique access that the sex worker has, whether it's the cyber sex worker or whether it's the uh, full service in-person sex worker to Mm -hmm. access that individual in a very deep and and vulnerable way, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's kind of, it's it's beautiful in that sense because we we work as human beings to so actively keep that part of ourself Mm -hmm. locked off, sealed off, and maybe at some point revealed just by breadcrumbs to someone (laughs) who we feel we've invested enough time with. But sexuality, you know, being in that arena, it permits this opportunity to kind of talk about those deeper aspects of our life. Totally. Yeah, that's powerful stuff. It really is. So you've had a lot of people come in and and have those heart to heart connections or those very honest connections and communications with you. 
Yeah, I I think that's probably one of my strengths is connecting with people. I mean, I like I said, you know, I've spent years doing nonprofit work where I'm supporting people who've experienced trauma and like it's just um a part of who I am too, I think is being able to get to those deeper places with people. Um so yeah, definitely. Uh, and I love having, you know, private conversations with folks and getting to know them a little deeper and, you know, sharing more about myself. But uh, yeah, it's always, I always feel um, like, it always feels special to kind of have those, that connection with, with people. And even yeah. viewers, like if I haven't seen them in like a year or months, they're still like, oh my gosh, like V, what's up? Like, it's, it's like you were saying earlier, like no time has passed and it's yeah. just, you know, we're good. And friends. this, this moral dilemma that you're talking about as one of the hangups to getting mm -hmm. into this, your, yours is, is beautifully specific that, you know, you come from this perspective of seeing this as, as, you know, uh, uh, objectifying the body of the individual, but, mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting because camming in particular, is entirely in the broadcaster's control is it not right yeah right yeah and i think that's one of the things that i love about it is i can click off like i can just exit or i can block somebody yeah. um and it's it's can be really safe emotionally and obviously physically um and you know i think about our you know our sisters brothers friends in the world who put their bodies on the line every day doing similar work um and i definitely feel like privileged to be able to do this from my house um mm. but but yeah i think that's definitely helped have that kind of like the mindset of like i am in control of myself and like i get to decide the terms Right, right. Yeah, you yeah. control every one of those uh, interactions, you know, just because you receive a request from a viewer uh, that makes a demand of what you're showing, what you're revealing. I mean, it really is up to you whether or not you fulfill it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's... Yeah, and even, even that was a learning curve in the beginning, too, because as a woman, you know, being socialized to be a people pleaser, like even in the beginning, I'd be mm. like, oh my gosh. And you know, there's this pressure, like you want to like please everybody and do the thing and like make money and whatever. Um, maybe saying yes to things that I wouldn't say yes to now, or just like getting, ending up getting scammed or something. Mm. And like, you know, a year and a half in, I'm like, yeah, no, this is, we're not, if you don't want to do this, like it's not happening. So, um, yeah, it's great. It's great to like, feel that confidence and, uh, just, just kind of unpacking all that bullshit too. <clears throat> so people, all of you who are listening or watching and you're like, I'm trying to decide whether or not I get into it. I hope you heard that. Yeah. I hope you, you absorb that it is, uh, an industry that is within your control as mm -hmm. the broadcaster. I mean, that's the great joy of it. I've heard stories of individuals saying it's given them a sense of control in their life and in their sexuality mm -hmm. because, you know, they are the captain of this ship. Yeah. I mean, 
so since I started camming, I left my nonprofit job and have oh. started my own business. So yeah, like camming gave me the confidence and just like the literal business know-how to be like, okay, yeah, I can fucking do this idea that I've had mm. for a long time. And maybe it fails, but like, maybe it's great. And yeah. yeah, so for sure, totally. My life has definitely changed since camming for sure. That's so awesome. I love that there's this like surge of confidence that's come from it. I mean, everyone is available to that surge of confidence, people. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's waiting for you. Can we ask where the name came from? Why Vigine? I mean, I love it. I think it's iconic. But how did you say this is the name? Was there ever any other name uh, <laughs> as a potential? Like, how do you go about that? God, had I known that you couldn't change your name after <laughs> you create one, I probably would have cho chosen something else. <laughs> no, no, I love but it. Is, it does feel very me. So it's, it's great. Um, no, uh, I've used V, um, shocker V is V jeans on my real name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've used V in other parts of my life as like a pseudonym. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'll stick with that. And so I was just kind of like saying different things with V and I was like, uh, the gene, like, you know, the short, this abbreviation for vagina. Mm -hmm. And I was like, haha, V gene. That's so funny. Like, LOL. So I just typed it in. Like, I didn't even really think that far about it. I was just like, okay, like funny. It's funny. Um, and then of course, later when I was like gaining some popularity and just feeling like, oh, maybe this like wasn't like people use like Laura Desiree, Lee Taylor, you know, like Vanna Faye, like it's their like real names. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mine is my real name. Actually. I say this loud. That is actually my real name. So oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Um, like your real name, like your mom, parents gave it to you. Like when you were born, it's on your birth certificate. It's on my wow. birth certificate. It's on my, like my passport, all my identification. I know I'm literally like asking for identity theft being like, <laughs> guys, it's my real name, but it is, it's my, it's my first and middle name. So that's amazing. Two, yeah. That's, that's the real deal right there. And that means that there's, there's no, I, I can't just hide in the, the, pages of time and say, I don't know who that, <laughs> that, that character was, but I'm Laura Desiree. Cause I am Laura Desiree. So like, that just, I have so much more respect. Like I already respect you a million times, but like that just amped it up even more. <laughs> oh yeah. This is, this is real life. Like you, you Google it and you're going to find that that's actually me. So like, there's no changing your career. Basically. No, there's no, I'm never going to run for, you know, president. I mean, I could, but, could. I, but I wouldn't be able to hide a lot of the, the things that will show up online. Yeah. I don't life, know. I'd want to live deal. in a, I'd want to live in a Laura Desiree country, like led country. Look, I have some ideas. Okay. <laughs> like I, I, I definitely have a hit list of where to start with things. So 
I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of us feel that way by just turning on the fucking news every single yeah. morning, mm -hmm. right? Like it's just, yeah. ugh. and you know, as we're continuing and approaching year three of this pandemic, like talk us through what the what the the dream is. Was camming an idea that you just wanted to fill pandemic time with that now you realize there's more potential, or did you go mm -hmm. into this saying this is going to be a long term career? Mm -hmm. You know, look into the future with us. Yeah. When I started, I, it was very like, take it one day at a time. Um, and I still feel that way. Um, which is how I live most of my life, to be honest, <laughs> I'm not a great planner, but, um, yeah, I, when I started, I was like, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to be part-time at my other job. I, you know, have always been camming part-time. It has never been a full-time thing for me. Um, but I was like, I'm just going to do this as long as I enjoy it. And it, mm. and it makes me happy and I feel good about it. And that has continued. So I don't know when I'll hang up the, the ring light and whatever, but, um, but for now I'm, I'm going strong. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a beautiful plan of sorts for yourself, right? Yeah. It's like, it takes the pressure off of whatever it is that you're expecting out of this. And it just keeps the pleasure of it in the forefront. Yeah, for sure. So that's smart. That's smart. Vigine, I mean, what an exciting, incredible broadcaster you are. Every time we have <laughs> you on happy hour, you just thrust the screen with like this brilliance <laughs> It's so much fun. Um, uh, what would you say is your ingredient list of inspiration? Where do you pull these ideas from? What keeps you motivated with ideas to continue entertaining? Yeah. Um, well, I watch a lot of cams myself. So I, I just get really jazzed up, turned on whatever by watching other people. Um, and so that just kind of, gives me ideas as well. I think a lot of it too, I just, I just go off what I am thinking about or being curious about, you know, I, I feel like I'm kind of a novelty slut. So I will try anything, almost anything once and see how I like it. So if I'm like, you know, I've never really tried, um, you know, massaging my feet in peanut butter or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I'll, maybe I'll incorporate, incorporate that into a show. So I kind of just go off of what I'm thinking, like what is just, and also just like, what's kind of weird, like what's outside the box. Like I'm, that's also my thing. And I just get excited when I think of something like that, or somebody gives me an idea, like viewers say shit all the time that I'm like, Oh, yeah that's interesting uh what, yeah what, what would be what would be like a most memorable request whether or not you fulfilled it that's on you but do you have a most memorable request something that showed you just how vast the spectrum of uh, i guess uh requests arousal um curiosity just how vast that spectrum is oh my gosh i really should write those things down because they're that could just be its own thing um but i mean there's like the weird like 
I don't want to kink shame anybody, but no, 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 we're not. It's just, we're here to, we're here to, um, I guess really, uh, take note and go, wow, isn't this an amazing world we live in? It's not about kink shaming here. This is just yeah, about yeah, yeah. humans in how incredibly complex and multifaceted we are. Yeah. I, I, I wish I could remember when this was, but they're definitely, I had a viewer, I think this past summer who I do when it's warm out, I do a lot of outdoor stuff. Cause I fucking love that. Um, but he had such a specific way he liked things to be he was like okay you're gonna be outside where people might see you but maybe not I want you with this many clothes on um with this toy in this specific way like and then you're going to get some milk and you're going to pour you're going to drink it but I wanted to come out the side like it was so specific like he had his fantasy like so specific and it was yeah it was great for me because I was just like all right I'll just do it um but it was also hilarious that I was like how did you get to this point where you're like I want you to use this size dildo with milk and in this like outdoor setting with this kind of bra on like you know and it's just like (laughs) I mean it kind of makes the job easier if it's something yeah. you're cool to fulfill, it's like, great. I'll just, I'll get this item that let's go. Like it's, it, it makes it a lot easier in yeah. that sense. Yeah. That's funny. That's good. Yeah. I, but I then, applaud. You, know, you, you also get the, you get the people who want me to incorporate my dog into stuff or, you know, yeah, and I'm no. just like, that's, that's a line. I, I mean, obviously we can on cam for anyways, but, um, for good reason, for good reason. Yeah. But also I feel like if that is, your thing there's 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 a place issues there's issues <laughs> that i well come on come on <laughs> i don't think i'm kink shaming and saying an animal can't consent it cannot oh, yeah, consent that's for sure. that's um for sure. and so all i can say is like get your vpn to the dark web or whatever friend like yeah i yeah it's I know. just I not like you're in the wrong place for that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well for everyone and maybe see a therapist too yes yes <laughs> Thank you. I can't, I can't recommend therapy to enough people in my life. You know, I'm like, just just please get on it. Talk about these things, try and understand why they are existing in your perspective and your, your, your interests of the world. You're a magical being. Please let everyone know, uh, what the connecting links are, how to find your stuff. Yeah. Well, you can obviously find me on camp Four. uh, camp Four. it's camp4.com slash V underscore gene. Um, I'm also on Twitter and Instagram, so you can find me on, find me there on social media. It's a great way to connect, to chat with me, to find out what's going on, um, what content I'm producing and all that stuff. So yeah. You're the best. Thank You're you. The best so much for being here and letting us into your world you know this was this was beautiful i i feel like the friend i know in love i now know in love even deeper and more intensely so you've been warned hmm. okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna wake up one day and there's gonna be like laura in the bed next to me, like somehow. <laughs> i will be there i will be there uh, everyone watching and listening i hope you enjoyed this episode of licked and loaded camp for podcast i'm laura desiree and we will see you next time bye everybody (laughs) 
This has been a CAM4 Radio production. Come say hi at www.cam4radio.com.